on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bank roll. Can't fold, that's a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the realists say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today, we have Q&AF. That's where you get to submit your questions, and we answer them right here on the show. You can submit your questions a couple different ways. The first way is, guys, email those questions in to askandy at andyfrasella.com. Or, now that we're on YouTube, our full-length episodes are on YouTube. I know most of you guys are on audio, but if you want to go to the YouTube channel uh, and underneath the Q&AF episodes, if you drop a question in the comment section, we'll pull some from there as well. Uh, if this is your first time listening, we have a lot of different formats on this show. Today, you're going to hear Q&AF. Uh, but other times when you tune in, you're going to see us post some things called CTI. That stands for Cruise the Internet. That's our society and culture show. Uh, we talk about what's going on in the world. We throw up some headlines on the screen. We talk about what's true, what's maybe not true. We speculate. And we talk a lot of shit. That's what we do. Uh, and so if you don't have a sense of humor uh, and you don't have an open mind, you probably shouldn't listen to those shows. Other times when you tune in, we have Real Talk. Real Talk is five to 20 minutes of me just uh, giving you guys some real talk, some things I think need to be said. Um, and then other times we have full length. Full length is where we have a guest sit in. It's like what you guys usually see on most other podcasts. And we have a conversation. Now, the backbone of this show is entrepreneurship, business, and kicking ass in life. Uh, but we do talk about politics and we do talk about what's going on in the world. And the reason that we do that is because for us to be able to be free, to go out and kick ass in life, uh, we actually have to be free, all right? And our freedoms are being eroded day by day, inch by inch, and they have been for a long time. So we combine both here. We talk about what's going on in our environment, society, and we talk about our game, our skill set. And uh, we understand that if there is no environment for us to operate in, the skills don't matter. So when you guys come at me and you say, hey, Andy, stick to what you're good at. Talk about winning. Talk about business. Talk about doing all the shit you know how to do. Well, motherfucker, we can't do that shit without this other shit. So we all got to be interested in all of it. And if you don't understand that, go listen to somebody else. I don't give a fuck. Now, we do have a fee for the show. The fee is not monetary. We, we operate entirely off word of mouth here, okay? Um, if we do a good job, all we ask is that you share it with somebody. Share it with a friend. Share it, you know, give us a little share on social. However you want to do it, it's cool. Uh, but we're here to help. We're here to help bring awareness. We're here to help teach skills. And uh, I do so without filling your mind full of bullshit ads for the first, you know, for 30 minutes of the show about shit that I don't use. Um, and I don't waste your time talking about it. So in exchange for that, I just ask that if we do a good job with the show, that you share the show. We've had an incredible amount of success with that philosophy. And that means that you guys, for the most part, do share the show. And I appreciate the fuck out of you guys doing that. I don't know of another show out there that stays at the top of the podcast rankings consistently year after year after year after year uh, based upon the sole support of the people who listen. I think that's amazing. And I appreciate you guys. But for those of you guys that are new, that's how we operate. So when I say pay the fee, that's what I'm talking about. When I say pay the fee, it doesn't mean send me some money. I mean, I won't say no, but uh, it does just mean share the show. So that's kind of the rundown on the housekeeping and how the show operates. Um, we get a lot of new listeners pretty much every week. So that's that. 
What's up, dude? What's going on, brother? That's uh, that's that's DJ. Hey, guys. Yeah. Hello, children. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a minute. Yeah. What's going on? Nothing much, man. I was thinking. So this is uh, this is Monday when you guys are listening to this, and I know you know for me for a long time it was one of my uh, kind of dreads, I guess. Yeah. Andy, is there a hack? Let's give some people some extra sauce. Is there a hack to running into Monday full steam? Well. <laughs> Yeah, not going out and getting fucking wasted Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday will help a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know That's a place saying? to start. Yeah. Um, you know, I used to live that life. I lived that life where, you know, my weekend started on Thursday night. Uh, and then, you know, I went out Friday, went out Saturday, and then usually hung out on Sunday for day drinking, brunch, you know, some of you guys like to call it, <laughs> uh, where you go get your avocado toast for $47, you know, yeah, you and do. Yeah. drink some expensive beers and act like you're hoity-toity. I used to do that shit all the time, bro. Um, and I liked it. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing better to me than day drinking, bro. Um, but unfortunately, you know, it's not conducive to the lifestyle that I need to live to operate my life at this point in time. I have so many things going on with many different companies, many different projects. Um, you know, I've got not just the companies that I own and oversee, but also, you know, I've got this podcast. I've got the MFCEO project getting ready to relaunch. I've got Arate. I've got the 75 Hard Community. Um, I've got a lot of shit going on, you know, and for me to truly take advantage of the opportunity in front of me, I had to make some decisions and cut some of those things out. And, um, you know, as I got into the live hard lifestyle and I started doing that about four years ago, my drinking went down and I, I rarely drink now. I still enjoy, you know, a few cold beers, but um, the ability to operate the way that I was honestly is, is, it's not just about the ability, it's about how irresponsible it was because the truth of the matter is I have a lot of people that depend on me at this point in time. It's no longer just me trying to build a business. Um, I have a lot of careers. I have a lot of people I care about. I have a lot of things that depend on me to operate at a good level. And I take that responsibility seriously. So like, you know, I changed my lifestyle completely. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't do those things anymore. Um, I'm very focused. And what's interesting is when I look back over the last 24 years, because that's how long I've been in actual business, um, starting when I was 19, uh, you know, it's funny because the older and the more successful I get, the harder I fucking go. And I'm, mm. I'm like, I go harder. I'm more disciplined. I'm you more think focused. it'd be inverse. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Like, you know, but, but it, you know, what's weird is, is, you know, it doesn't get easier. You know, people think that like when your companies get bigger and you, you, you find yourself in a position of abundance and you're winning and you're kicking ass and everything's going good, that it's like easier. It's not easier. It's much, much harder. And, um, when you shift, when you shift the responsibility that you have from self to everybody around you, which happened for me five, six years ago, it really puts things in perspective. So no long now when I'm out drinking on Sunday, you know, no longer can I say to myself, Oh, you know, it's just, just me living my life because it's actually going to affect how I operate through the week, mm. which is going to affect other people. You know, you see what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I know a lot of people don't give a shit about that. And I understand you got to live a life. I get all that, but I'm just telling you how I do it. Yeah. Um, you know, and for me, every single day is pretty much the same. Uh, I like it that way. I like to eat the same foods. I like to have the same routine. I like to go the same places. I'm very, very much uh, habitual in that nature. And that's not for everybody, you know, not everybody enjoys that. Not everybody can tolerate that. But for me and what my responsibilities are, that's what works the best. And so like, I don't have these, I don't have this like, uh, 
dread of Mondays anymore. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when I used to go out and fucking party on Sundays and it would be seven o'clock at night, bro, I'd be like anxiety attacked central. Fuck, I could get up there fucking yeah, right, set bro. 12 out. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I gotta go fucking do this shit. And like, yeah. I don't want like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just not a good mentality to be. So like for me, man, you know, I don't do that very often. And, and you know, I could count on one hand how many times I drink on a Sunday now during the course of the year. Actually, I could count how many times I drink in the course of a year now on one hand, but uh, my life's infinitely better for it. Um, you know, for me, you know, I've got big meetings on Monday morning that I got to take care of. Um, and so I start getting real excited about those meetings on Sunday. I start thinking about what I'm going to talk about, what, what I think needs to be addressed. And then really, dude, you know, it's kind of like the kickoff of a football game. You know, yeah. after that meeting's over, after those few meetings are over in the morning, bro, I'm off and running for the week. Uh, I cruise through the week. I do, you know, I have my very regimented routine. We, we record certain days. We, I do other things these other days. And, um, you know, it's, it's really, they all kind of run together at this point in my life. Now, you know, certain things I'm talking about, like certain things for me, like that I'm talking about now is like, I'm talking about starting to take two days off during the week, um, to work on other things. Like I won't come here on the days I don't record mm -hmm. and I'll handle all my business here on the days that I'm here to record. And then outside of that, I can maybe do some other things. Yeah. Um, but like the truth is, dude, is like, you know, that's a lot of that is just me trying to like be normal when I don't really want to be fucking normal. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's almost like a prescribed medicine that someone's telling me to take that yeah. I don't really think I need to Doesn't take. Doesn't make you feel better. You yeah. gotta take it. <laughs> but like, everybody's like, hey man, you know, you should do a little of this. And you know, I watch like, um, you know, I watch the way that balance has worked out for some other people. You know, I watch Kobe Bryant, uh, you know, work, work hard for his, you know, first 40 years of life and put his head down and work. And then, you know, he, he went to live his life and, uh, you know, it didn't work out. It was kind of short. Yeah. yeah. And so that was a little bit of a wake up call for me because we were all of the, uh, we're the same age and, <clears throat> you know, so I'm, I'm trying to, to live a little bit more outside of my ecosystem, but I love my ecosystem so much that it doesn't feel like I'm not living. Mm. And usually the people that say I'm not living, they don't love their ecosystem. Right. You know what I'm saying? They right. don't love what they do. They don't love the people they're around. I fucking love these motherfuckers here. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, I, uh, I love coming here. I love being inspired by the young people who are hustling and, you know, the energy and all these things. And I can't imagine my life without it. So like, you know, not everybody's like that. And I'm mm -hmm. very fortunate to have that. And, and we've built that over the course of many, many years. And, you know, now it's, you know, I, the last thing you want to do when you build something is like pull yourself away from it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I think it's different for everybody, but I can tell you this. If you're sucked into that alcohol lifestyle of, of Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, um, like a lot of people are, bro, you're going to have a really hard time getting ahead and you're going to feel fucking anxious most of the week, most of the time. Mm -hmm. And I think for those of you that suffer with depression and anxiety and things like that, getting alcohol out of your life is a big fucking deal. Yeah. Big fucking deal. I am glad that most, like, I feel like the social conversation around alcohol has definitely uh, hit like a turning point almost. Like I think, think people, so? yeah, I think people are, are becoming more aware of like, the negative side effects that it causes. And like, it's becoming more of a conversation. At you least. think so? Yeah, for sure. Cause I mean, I see a lot of other, uh, I guess you call them, you know, influencers and even people just in the market. Like, yeah, I've stopped drinking. I'm completely sober. I've been sober for two or three years now. And they've noticed the, the difference is the problem is it's so heavily ingrained in our society that it's mm -hmm. kind of like one of those things where it's like, you're not normal if you don't do mm -hmm. it. 
you know? Yeah, bro. I don't have a problem with people with alcohol, man. I'm just telling you, like, I'm an all or nothing guy. Mm -hmm. So, like, when I start drinking, bro, it's fucking on. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, that's not a good thing for me. And, uh, it, you know, for where I am and what I'm doing in life, it's not something that contributes to it. Yeah. So, I try to minimize it. It's not me judging or anything. Like, fuck, dude, I get it. Like, I still, I would love to drink beers with all you motherfuckers. But, yeah. like, at the end of the day, uh, you know, I've got responsibilities that are real and I have to fucking manage them. And I have found that I've made more progress in business in the last four years than I made the first 20. That's Damn. real talk. So, Damn. yeah. So like the results speak for themselves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. That's, that's crazy. It's weird for me. I, I've never been a big alcohol guy. Like for me, I was turned off of it pretty early. So I, I started working as a bouncer in, in bars and nightclubs me when too, I was dude. 17. Yeah. Getting paid under the table. And seeing how these fucking drunk fucks act. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck is wrong it's with you? It's the same people every fucking weekend. Yeah, but what's funny is, is I'm like, just like, bro, I don't want that. We, yeah, but see, <laughs> you like, gotta bro, deal with these I fucks. Went, <laughs> I went, you know, there's been plenty of times where that's been me. Yeah. You know? Same. Yeah, it's, same. It's embarrassing. Like, yeah. I think back of like the times when I, you know, got fucking shit faced and made an ass of myself at a number of different occasions. And like, dude, like, I don't know. Like, when I was younger, I, I didn't care as much about that. But like, now that I'm older, I do feel like I'm setting an example. Like I, I, I'm very aware now that other people look at me, especially like younger people as an example of how to be. Mm. Whereas, you know, even five, six years ago, you know, four or five years ago, I didn't fucking feel that way. Mm. Like I didn't, I just felt like I was a young guy trying to make it. And now I have uh, like all these young guys that are in their twenties, you know, talking to me like I'm their fucking role model well motherfucker i'm not a role model bro like i do the best i can i make plenty of fucking mistakes mm. you know and i try to minimize those now because like dude i don't think it sets a good example to go to a bar and get fucking destroyed and then like you know make ass of yourself and shit like that like i'm just past that point in my life yeah, you're taking that role a little bit more response like you're, you're putting more responsibility up, yeah you know what yeah. i mean and like i'm 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 not I've never been like a super buttoned up mature person. Like I'm always about 10 years behind everybody else. Right. <laughs> like I'm still telling fucking the jokes that people, you know, I still yeah. think farts are funny and shit right. like that. Like the, you know, and there's a balance there, right? Like yeah. I'm still chill and I'm cool and I like to have fun and shit. But like, I also don't want to be the guy that like people point at and be like, look at that fucking idiot. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I try to do my best and you know, if I'm an idiot, sometimes I apologize, but you know, I'm, I'm trying to be better. Yeah. You know, does that make sense? Absolutely, man. And I think, you know, I, I think more people strive for that, man. Well, I think that's what we're missing. That's why I say personal excellence is ultimate rebellion. You know, like we're missing people recognizing that we are the leaders now and we are setting the example. And if you look back, you know, specifically the people who are between 30 and 40 years old right now, and you think back to how they behaved on the internet for the last 10 years, and this is collectively as a group, it's pretty disgusting. You know, like, we have grown women in their 30s, you know, fucking showing their areolas and fucking being overly sexual and all this shit. And like, then you got all these girls who are, you know, fucking 15 and 16 thinking that's the way to get attention and shit. And like, you know, you got all these dudes, you, you know, acting like fucking turd balls. And I don't know, man, like, it's just I just feel like the Internet came around and nobody realized that other younger people were watching, I guess. Mm -hmm. And. You know, and I've just come to the realization that they are. Mm. And um, so, I, you know, I just try a little better. Try to do a little better. There's no, no, there's no shade towards anybody else, dude. It's just like my own personal belief.
Yeah. I feel like if we all tried a little harder and we all lifted our, our standard higher, you know, we wouldn't have a lot of these problems that we see in the country. We yeah, wouldn't for have sure. them. for real. We wouldn't have. Them. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not saying I'm a fucking party pooper or I'm not about having fun, bro. Like I love having fun and after 90% of the time I'm fucking off. Like you guys think I'm this intense person. <laughs> like I am, but I'm also a lighthearted fun person most of the time. And, uh, I don't know, man. But you I know how to get some work done. Huh? But, but you know how to get work done. You know yeah. I think it. that's, that's it. That's it. You know, I, I think, you know, and ultimately the, to the question, you know, we got to figure out our own ways to operate. That's yeah. it. You know, what's going to produce the, the life that you want. Pe- people, not everybody is built for, like, and this is what I always say. And I'm, I don't say this to be discouraged, but not everybody's built to like operate companies and, and be an entrepreneur. And, and, and it, it's just the truth. And that's okay. It's a hard, that's right. It's yeah. a hard fucking life. Yeah. And it's not easy. And everybody thinks it's fun. But if you talk to anybody who's actually running shit, like a real thing, it's very fucking difficult. And um, it'd be the most difficult thing you ever do. And, you know, for me, I'm not skilled enough to operate what I do operate going out and living that party life. Like, I'm not, I'm not good enough. Yeah. And so I have to do what I can to stay good enough. Yeah. Fuck, man. You know? I love it. Well, that was some uh, some little extra sauce for the for the listeners and yeah. watchers. Now, um, let's answer some of these questions, brother. Uh, Andy, question number one. Uh, let's preface this. Uh, this is a nineteen year old kid, um, and he's asking for some clarity on how to prioritize his skill development. Um, he's he asks Andy, "What's the biggest misconception that most people have about time when it comes to personal development?" More importantly, when developing skills, have you found that some skills take longer than others, or is it strictly based on how much time and effort you put into it? 19-year-old kid, want to learn well, how to prioritize the skills. When it comes to time, the biggest mistake that people make is thinking that they got all the time in the world. That's the mistake. It's a lack of urgency. It's a lack of understanding that the clock is ticking now. Mm. And that's, that's the biggest mistake people make. Um, the other mistake people make during uh, when it comes to time is they think they don't have enough time on it. So, so they got all the time in the course of their life, Not but they don't got enough time on a daily scale. Mm. And those two fucking things don't go together. So you're lying about something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Somebody so, lying. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to tell you what it is. You're lying about the time you got during the day. All right. So you need to, you need to understand that time management on a day by day basis is actually the key to being successful long term. And that you have to be urgent in your execution on a day-by-day basis in order to compound that into the long-term, which will then eventually become the short-term. Using myself as an example, I've accomplished more in 24 years than most people will accomplish in an entire lifetime in terms of building a business. I don't say that to brag. I say that as a matter of fact. The way I've been able to do that is because I had urgency on a daily basis, um, but I also understood that I don't have all the time in the world. So I had urgency and then I acted fast. I acted in my 20s. I acted in my 30s. And now I'm here and I'm still acting with urgency. Um, you know, and I feel like we've just set the table for what we, we are capable of doing. So I think it's more about understanding how to manage the time uh, on a day-by-day basis, which if you're, you're 19, dude, I made this amazing system called the Powerless System. It's on episode 16 of the Real AF feed. It's only on the audio feed. It's not on YouTube because we didn't start YouTube back then. We just started YouTube recently. 
So if you go on the audio feeds on any of the major audio platforms and listen to episode 16, it's called Win the Day. It'll explain the powerless system. Um, you, there's a journal I sell for it. It's on the website. It's really nice. You don't need it. You can also use a notebook, um, but the journal will help guide you through as well if you want to use that. Uh, but it's something that you do on paper. It's something that you do so that you can actually look and see your actual re- wins and losses on paper. It's a really good system. And what it does is it helps you effectively navigate day by day by day by day to ensure that you're continuously moving forward uh, with your critical tasks and not not wasting days or wasting time. And you can actually look back and review and say, okay, well, I won five of six days or I won four of seven days. I can mm-hmm. sort of see the see the rating or the ranking of how much you actually win versus how much you actually lose. And that's a very powerful thing for someone to look at. And up until, you know, we developed that system fucking 20 years ago, I developed it 20 fucking years ago. um, There was no way to really track whether or not you had effective day or not an effective day. Well, because the output and the result of that goal you're trying to accomplish, it may take a little bit longer than you think. Yeah, no, absolutely. So you need those daily confirmations. I'm just going to tell you this, dude. Everything's going to take way longer than you think. Yeah. That's what's reality. Um, That's why you have to have urgency now when you're 19 and 20, or even if today you're 40 and it's your first day. Urgency now is, is, you know, that's the key. The best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. Right. Second best time is today. Mm -hmm. So no matter how old you are, you have to understand that we live in an age of technology. We live in an age of tremendous quick paced ability to build things. Uh, we have tremendous tools with technology. I, you know, obviously I have my views on technology being overbearing right now. And I think that's true. And most of you seem to agree with that, but there are some amazing tools that allow us to progress faster than we've ever been able to progress. And those things, when you utilize them, you know, if you're 40 years old, you can be in a tremendous, you can be in a completely different spot by the time you're 43. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that wasn't possible before these things. And that's the, those are the parts of the, of the puzzle that I really enjoy. But um, you know, the, the time thing is you have to understand, like, dude, it's, you, you don't have as much time as you think, and you have to capitalize on it day by day. And that doesn't mean work from the time you wake up till the time you go to sleep. That's the cool thing about the powerless system is that when you use it, when you're done with your five critical tasks, you actually get the rest of the day to do whatever you want. Mm. And so it's a, it's a way to uh, have effective balance over the course of the journey, mm-hmm. if you look at it like that. Yeah, for so, sure. You're constantly it? taking steps forward. Yeah, 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 and it's undeniable, and you can look back and review. So that yeah. way, when you're like, fuck, am I not doing it, or am I doing it, blah, 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 you can look back and say, no, I actually did all these things. And what happens is you get to move forward with a clear conscience and less anxiety because you know you've been doing the work. Mm-hmm. How, how can you be anxious about the amount of work that you do when you can look back and see what the fuck you did? Right. You see it's what right I'm there. It's proof. Yeah. yeah, and you could go back. You can literally go back and see your entire fucking journey. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So like you can look back three months or six months or fucking a year and read the shit and realize how fucking far you've come. Mm-hmm. And that's a powerful aspect of that process too. What was the second part of his question? Uh, just prioritizing skills. Did, have you, did you find that you know when developing skills that some st- skills just take longer than others to develop or is it just based off of how much time and effort you put no. into that skill? no. That different skills take different times to develop. Like learning how to sell. The first of all, how you ha- listen. You need to look at skills as as a lifetime process. Mm-hmm. All right. Like learning how to sell. You could learn how to sell in like two years, and like a good company that knows how to sell. Like if you work for a retail company or something that teaches you how to interact and do all these things. 
in a couple years, you could become pretty good. But like, dude, in 20 more years, you're going to be a fucking master. And then 20 years past that, mm. you're, it's not, it's just going to be who the fuck you are. Yeah. Right. Managing people. That's a skill that's very fucking difficult to learn. That The learning curve is very long and it takes a long time. There is no two year hack to managing people. It's a hockey stick. Yeah, that's right. It's yeah. a long fucking journey. Yeah. Whereas sales, you can learn quickly and profit quickly. Um, but then there's so much more to learn, but you get a result up front, right? Mm. Whereas managing people, it, it's fucking hard, 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 hard. And then it like the bigger you get, the harder it gets. So it never really gets easy. <laughs> so like there's all kinds of different skills, man, that come on and and you'll learn and accept and assimilate into your into your tool belt at a different rate. Mm-hmm. And you just have to understand that like, guys, this is a lifetime journey. Like this is not what your fucking homies or what you see on MTV Cribs or whatever. This is not a fucking straight line up to the top. Mm. You might think you're going to do that, but ve- and very few, some people do that, but very few people do it. Like it's, it's not going to happen to you. Yeah. Real talk. Don't count on it. Yeah. Yeah. If you yeah. count on it, you waste your fucking life. Yeah. So you have to understand that like this, this shit that you're trying to do and this dude, this is really what separates true entrepreneurs from people who flake out is that true entrepreneurs this this is like for me, dude, like even though I'm 24 years in and I know this probably sounds stupid as fuck to you guys, but like I feel like this is the first day. Like I feel like I don't know shit. And really, the more I know, the less I feel like I know. So hmm. like I, I actually feel like this is like like here's how I look at it. Like I look at all these things I've done in life and, and these things that have that I've accomplished. And I look at it and I, I say, fuck, dude, how the fuck did we get here? Mm. And I look at it now and I'm like, fuck, this is day one. Look at all these amazing resources we have to build from here with. And that's my mentality. I try to keep it real simple. Um, this is why you don't hear me like, you know, when people offer me like, hey, congratulations on the success. I usually say the same thing, man. I'm like, I got a long way to go because it's a lifetime journey. It, it is for me and it certainly is for everybody else that's a true like skilled kick-ass entrepreneur um because the truth of the matter is the game is always changing and if you can't adapt if you can't learn if you can't assimilate skills and 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 use them um you're going to get beat Mm -hmm. and it's a competition it's it's and it's not a competition against someone else it's a competition against everything else Mm -hmm. you know that's the thing like there's multiple 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 aspects to staying relevant over the course of long periods of time. You know, you know how many times I've had to like sit down and reinvent like my show or myself or fucking the company or whatever. Like you always have to, it's, it, it, you always have to continue to adjust and continue to adjust and continue to adjust, continue to adjust. And you never really like, if you really pay attention, that's how all successful people and successful companies operate. You never see someone who's really kicking ass doing the same shit they were doing three or four years ago. It's, it's a constant innovative. Yeah. It's a constant growth process. And like, while this person may still have remnants, like when you guys listen to the new MFCEO project, you're, you're not going to recognize it from the old one. Okay. You're going to listen to the old one and you're going to say, fuck, this is really good shit. But when you listen to the new one, you're gonna be like, holy shit, this is a totally different dude talking about the same things with new lessons, new perspectives. And it's going to, you're going to be able to see that growth. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. And, um, 
that's a natural part of, of, of maintaining success. And I think another thing too about time with this dude's question is that like another mistake people make is they think they can like make a few million bucks and just call it like call it quits or like just go relax, bro. You're going to be alive for a long fucking time. Like you, like what <laughs> you, you have to make that last. Yeah. Like ask these NFL guys, or these MLB guys, if they feel like they're rich and well, like we all look at them and we say, holy shit, look at all the money they're making. $10 million. Right? Yeah. Three year contract. That's got to last their whole life. Right. Right. Or they've got to leverage that into other things that then produce cash. Right. So like it's even for people with a lot of funds, it's, it's a lifelong journey. And, and I think what really separates people who win and people who are fulfilled and people who create and people who build and people who change shit from people who just have dreams that were never fulfilled comes down to their understanding that it's a long game and we got to play it the whole time. Yeah. You know, there's no such thing as sitting on the beach with a fucking Corona for the rest of your life. You know, like that's not, that's what they tell you it's supposed to be like, but that's not actually what it is. Mm. And so, you know, a lot of people out there have the wrong idea. You know, I can always tell who's who by what people tell me. Like when I ask people, I say, well, what's your plan? Like, what's your long-term plan? Oh, I don't know. You know, blah, 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 blah. Until I'm 38 and then I'm fucking done. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And we're talking about like, you're, you, do you know how like rich you have to be at 38 to be done for life? Right. Like you gotta be, you, you gotta be really fucking rich. You know, and there's people that do it, but what do they do after that? Like, what, what do you do? Like, what do these yeah. people do? Like, oh, they go, they go s travel the world. Okay, that's cool for a year. Mm -hmm. That's not going to satisfy someone with a fucking aggressive killer builder creator mentality. Like a lot, like you have to have as an entrepreneur. To get to that point. Yeah. Like, yeah. so, okay, so that's it. That's the first year, 39. Now what? Mm -hmm. Okay, so you spent $20 million on cars. Now what? See what I'm saying? Right. Like, bro, that shit comes and goes so fucking fast that like people just don't don't have the perspective to understand. That, like you have to you have to do very, very, very well. And if you're like an employee in a company and you're looking at like your paycheck and you're like, fuck, this sucks. Well, dude, I'd work really hard to make it not suck because, dude, you you, you have to live a whole life with an income. And I like this is what bothers me about so many of the younger people who are like, oh, I just want to. I just want to, you know, float around and be a no and go to find myself. Like we talked about yeah. with Jason McCarthy when he was on the show. They're not understanding, bro, you, you only have a certain amount of productive years before you're fucking old. And that's that. Okay. And you say, oh, I want to spend my 20s and my 30s fucking off. Okay. Well, then, dude, you're, 30, you're 20 years behind everybody else. Mm -hmm. That's the trade-off. Yeah. That's the trade-off. Okay, so be real fucking sure if you do that, that you have a great fucking time and get a lot of fucking pictures. You better. <laughs> because they're going to mean a lot to you because you ain't going to have anything else. You know, and it's, it's, dude, it, I'm all for, this is why I love the, the powerless system, dude, because it allows you to be productive and live some life. Yeah. You see what I I'm saying? It, man. I love it. Andy, uh, let's move to question number two, uh, building right off of skills that you acquire. Andy, when you learn something new, or read about something that's going to be useful, what methods do you use to adopt and integrate that information into your life? How do you make it stick? When I'm reading? Whether it's reading or you learned a new skill, whatever it is, how do you make it actually stick? Well, first of all, let's talk about reading for a second. If you ain't reading, you ain't even fucking trying. All right? There's so much free game out there in books, so much knowledge that people give away for fucking next to nothing like yeah. a book what's a book 20 bucks 20 bucks maybe okay yeah. 
For 20 bucks, you're getting someone's life fucking lesson, life experience. You're getting 20, 30, 40 fucking years of lessons from this person. The fact that all this shit is even available, take away the internet because there's a lot of bullshit on the internet, okay? There's also a lot of good stuff, but let's just take away the internet. Let's just talk about books. When you don't understand that you can learn an entire life perspective from a book that's going to take you two to three hours of your time to read and you choose not to read it and then you bitch and complain about how you can't make any money, how you're not successful, how the world's not fair, bro, you can fuck right off with that, all right? You're not even fucking trying. You're not even fucking trying. The shit is basically free. And I bet if you looked hard and long enough, you could probably find every single book out there available for free somewhere to read. Yeah, somehow. Either if yeah. it's go to the library or you find some copy of it on the internet that you can scroll through because people do that shit now, which is bullshit, but they do it. Um, but there's no excuses. There's no excuse. It's yeah. fucking bullshit. And the fact, the stat of the day is, you know, most people never read an entire, most people, the majority of people never read an entire book after they graduate high school. It's fucking insane to me. Yeah. Like it's insane to me, dude. And I hear people say, oh, reading's not that, you know, you need life experience. You need life experience too, bro. But if like everything that I know is a combination of shit that I read and then applied. Right. And mm -hmm. then I, and then I learn, I learn from the experience. So I, I fucking learn it. And so many people overlook this basic habit. And not only, not only is it good because you gain the knowledge, dude, you actually, uh, it actually reduces stress. It reduces anxiety and it stirs creativity in your brain, which is going to be the answer to this question here real quick. So how do I do it? Well, when I'm reading a book, I open up in my phone under the, uh, the notes app that comes with your phone. Okay, and uh, what I do, and you probably can't see this, but I read a book, all right, and I make notes right there. One, note one, note two, note three, page 38, page 39, page 47, page 68, page 84, all right? Then it'll have an idea, like, uh, like I'll have an idea uh, uh, that I write in there from some, something that I read in the book. I'm like, okay, well, we should do this, right? Mm -hmm. um, I take, it's called active reading. It's mm. no different than studying. All right. So I read and I'm, and the minute I fucking like, you know how, like when you read, most people read and at the same time, your mind is kind of like over here and yeah. you're, you're kind of like here and there at the same time. Does that make sense? Yeah. All right. So in my mind, when I'm reading, I'm reading and, I, and like, and I'm looking at the story that the author's telling and I'm applying it to my own life, my own business and my own, my own thing as I'm reading it, mm -hmm. okay? And then whatever I learn, I type into my phone in my notepad. I type the page for reference. I type the line that they put for reference. And then I type my idea for what I, what I learned from that reference. Mm. And I do that for every book that I read. So I create this little library of reference that I can now go reference for all the shit. Like when I, when I wanna go back and say like, okay, uh, I wanna read The Magic of Thinking Big again. Well, the first thing I do is I'll go through my notes for Magic of Thinking Big. And then what I'll do is I actually start reading the book again and then new shit will come out and I'll add that into my notes, right? Mm. So it's a, you take a very active role in how you read. And most people don't read like this. Most people just read the book. They read the 10 pages, they close their book and they fucking say, I got it done. They're doing it to get it done. Mm. And, and just like anything else, whether it be something you're doing at work 
or with your body or with, you know, uh, your significant other or in your family or however, it's a lot of it is intent, right? So if you're not actively reading or listening to a show or putting something in your brain that is that you are actively looking to get shit from, you're not doing it right because it's not passive reading. We're not reading 50 shades of bullshit here. We're reading the manuals on how to fucking win. Trying to get better. Yeah, and we're taking yeah. notes. And then what I do is I take the ideas and I take them and I say, okay, this is how this converts to this company or this is how this converts to that company because I have many different companies that I oversee now. Uh, I have different operators in every single business to operate them. And then what I'll go do is I'll go talk to like Sal who operates First Form or I'll go talk to fucking uh, Chris who operates the cannabis business or I'll go talk to fucking uh, the guys who operate the retail stores mm -hmm. or I'll go through to all these people and I'll just say, hey, dude, look, and I'll run through these things with them and then we'll have a discussion. We'll implement some. Some will decide probably not implement. And that's how I implement the knowledge that I, that I gain from the things that I read. So that's mm. the whole entire process. While I'm reading, I'm taking notes. I'm actively reading. Then I move those notes into an active list. Then I review the list. Then I have a meeting with the people that I need to. And if this is, if this is you, you run one company, right? Or you got one business or it's just you. Um, you're going to sit down and line these ideas out and then execute them. Mm. For me, at 24 years in, this is, is, this is me having meetings with these people. For you, as a sole proprietor, entrepreneur trying to get off the ground, this is you sitting down, examining them, building the systems, building the things, executing the things, learning the things, and then you know, building that into part of your, part of your routine, of, your, of your, your systems, of your business. So... Um, that's how I do it. I find yeah. it to be pretty effective. And, you know, one of the best things I like about reading, dude, is, uh, and this is why it's in the fucking 75 hard to live hard program, dude, um, is that it, 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 it suppresses any anxiety because I know, like, if you ever suffer from anxiety about like, because dude, even at 24 years, bro, I still have anxiety about the business, right? Like, I'm still excited. I'm still a little nervous every day. The one thing that you can do to escape that stuff is to do something that is undeniably productive for that. Whatever that thing is that you're feeling anxious on, take action on it, right? When you take action on something that's causing you anxiety, the anxiety tends to go way the fuck down. Yeah. So like if you're a fat fuck uh, and you start doing what you can, let's say on Live Hard, on 75 Hard, uh, for the first 10 days, you might wake up in the morning and look in the mirror and be like, fuck, I'm a fat fuck still. But the second thought's going to be, but yeah, but for the last 10 days, I've been doing everything I fucking can. And you're going to feel, you're going to feel less bad about yourself because you know, you're already moving forward on that thing, right? If you're a broke fuck and you don't have <laughs> shit, okay. And you drink a regular water, huh? And you drink regular water. Yeah, I, dude, look, <laughs> the, the win, that's where the win today, the win the day process mm. comes in, right? You come in. You say, fuck, dude, I'm so broke. I'm working on this project. And, and you can go back and look 30, 60, 90 days and say, okay, well, I was actually a lot further away from where I am now and I'm much closer to where I want to be now. So like reminding ourselves of the work that we've done is important. And this is what mm. keeps us from like freaking the fuck out all the time, yeah. right? So yeah. if you want to feel less bad about whatever problem it is that you're facing, whether it be your finances, your relationship, your fucking body, Whatever it is, take action against that for you know the, the next 10 days, the best that you fucking can, and then tell me how you feel about it because you're going to still look in the mirror and you're probably not going to like the way you look because you can't fix yourself in 10 days. However, 
the second thought in your head is going to be like, but I'm doing what I can. You're going to feel good about that. Yeah. So that's, that's something that like reading does that for me, right? Like reading, I feel like I'm, I, I, because I've had so many good ideas come from books, reading, I'm 100% confident is moving me forward. So it like helps keep that anxious feeling down that we all have as entrepreneurs. That makes sense. Absolutely, man. Andy, I want to go to this, this last question, and it, honestly, it builds off of what you were just talking about. Um, how, how did you, like, most people, I believe, have issues with having that real honest reflection, right? Like, yeah, you can look back with your, you know, on your 90-day book, but were you being real and honest about those last 30 days, right? And I guess building that ability to truly tell yourself the truth, how, how do you develop that? Like, how do you learn... To be honest with yourself, that's the question. Well, you have, the first realization that you need to come to is that, dude, if you never learn to be honest with yourself, you can't make any fucking progress. And we live in this day of victim culture, right? We live in this day where everybody has an ailment. Everybody has a mental disability. Everybody's suffering from something. Everybody has a valid excuse as to why their fucking shit doesn't look the way it should look, right? Mm -hmm. And the truth of the matter is getting from where you are to where you want to be is very much so a case of inputs and outputs. It's very, it's very binary in nature. It's math. It's, it's, yes, it's mathematical. Yeah. It's, if you put in, you will get out. And, but usually when people put in, they don't get out fast enough so they don't think it works, mm. right? And so the first thing to admit to yourself is that like, bro, if you don't acknowledge the fact of the real facts, like when you look in the mirror, bro, and you see a big fat body, and I'm just saying this real talk, I used to be fat as fuck, yeah. okay? And you look in the mirror and, and like, dude, when I used to look in the mirror and I was 350 pounds, bro, the way I got to be that big was because I told myself every time it wasn't that bad, mm. right? I tell myself, oh, it wasn't that bad. It's not that bad, bro. Like, you know, if, like if you had six beers and you look pretty good, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I tell these fucking stories to myself. Bro, you're just a big guy. We're big. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, like yeah. I'm just, dude, I carry it well. It's no yeah. big deal. Like I'd make up all these little stories. And it wasn't until I looked in the mirror and said, bro, you're fucking fat. Okay, and told myself the real shit that made it made me understand what I needed to actually do to, to to address it. So if we don't fucking tell ourselves the truth, we'll never take action towards solving the problem, and the problem will continuously get worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And eventually, you're standing at the bottom of this fucking massive mountain that you created. That you you're like fuck. How am I ever going to do it? And you start to feel demoralized, and you feel like it's impossible. And the truth of the matter is, this is where most people quit in life forever. Yeah. This is where most people just say, fuck it. I'm fucking done. This is what I am. It is what it is. And I'm just going to try to be as happy as I can. And dude, what you don't realize is that within a very short relative amount of time, you can climb that fucking mountain if you start walking the fuck up it. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not about there is no there's no stairs. There's no helicopter rides. No fucking elevator. Yeah, all those motherfuckers uh, that you see up there with the nice bodies and the big bank accounts and kicking ass and all the areas that you want to kick ass. Bro, they walked up that motherfucker just like you got to walk up that motherfucker. Mm -hmm. OK, so like start oh, walking, man. you know, like that's real yeah, shit. So like as, as long as we move and we but we can't do that until we acknowledge that there's an actual mountain to climb. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, dude, telling yourself the truth, while it is painful, very painful, it's, it's a necessity to winning. Yeah. This is why I call, this is why I say this show is for the realists. This show, like, dude, look, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Look around at the world, man. There's a fucking lot of pussies out there. Let's be fucking real, okay? They hear me talk and they think I'm some kind of fucking insane person, but I ain't here for them. 
I'm here for the people that want to win. I'm here for the fucking realists, the people who can look at something and say, this is the actual truth of this and I need to change so I can move forward here. Mm. And that's a hard thing for us to do because we have these two voices in our head, right? We got the bitch voice and we got the boss voice. And unfortunately, the bitch voice is the voice that most of us hear all the time. It's the voice that says, take it easy. You've done enough. You know, uh, relax, bro. It's all good. You not know, that bad. Yeah, you're not that bad, dude. Look, man. Uh, at least you're not that big. Yeah. Look at that big guy. Yeah, over right. There. Yeah. yeah, right. He's like, fucking fat. We justify everything. And <laughs> right. that's the voice that is automatic in most people's brain. Mm. And, and the voice that you have to develop is the other voice called the boss voice, which is the voice that says, nah, bro. I know fucking five fat people and you're fucking four of them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's the, that's the boss voice yeah. who tells you the fucking truth. Yeah, man. Right. So we have to cultivate that and that boss voice. You can always hear it, but we get so good at listening to the bitch voice that the boss voice sounds like a fucking whisper. Mm. Right. So you have to really listen close at first. And like that little tinge, like when you look in the mirror or you look at your bank account, you say, Oh dude, it's all good. And you, you have that little tinge of guilt. That's your boss voice screaming at the top of its lungs. Hey, do something about this. And because you're so used to listening to the bitch voice, the boss voice is hard to hear, yeah. but it's always there at least a little bit. Yeah. And the goal, if you really want a great life, if you want to accomplish all the things you want to accomplish, if you want to become who it is you're capable of becoming real talk and not everybody does. Okay. And that's fine, but we're here for the people that do. And if you're one of these people, you have to learn to to squelch the fucking bitch voice as much as possible and always listen to the boss voice. All right. You have to always listen to the boss voice. The boss voice will tell you the truth. It tells you what you already know. You already know you're not in shape. You already know you're fucking fat. You already know why you're fat. You know why you're broke too. All right. It's just, we have to listen to it. Mm. All right. And then take action. And, and that can never it. happen without telling ourselves the truth. Yeah. And dude, you know, at first it's painful as fuck. Cause you're like, fuck, this is my fault. And it sucks, dude. It's a, it's a sucky thing to work through because you have to admit that like this situation is actually your fault. And uh, that's no fun. But the best part about it is you're free to now take action upon it, which allows you to start walking up that mountain, which is ultimately what you want to do anyway. And the longer that you delay walking up that mountain, the longer you delay acknowledging that it exists, the longer you tell yourself story after story after story after story after story about why it is you, you are how you are and it's not your fault. It's not this and that. And the longer you stay where the fuck you are, which is a place where you're not even happy at. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely, man. Dude, dude, for me, one of the craziest things is when I realized, like, I knew I was lying to myself, but what pissed me off is I, I, I looked around and saw how everybody else was also lying to myself. Like, they, they were saying the same shit. Like, oh, it's not that bad, DJ. You're, you're. That's because- And I'm sitting there looking like, you guys yeah, were listen, full bro, of shit. That's because the people that, <laughs> that's because, bro, you're, you're, you being overweight is not, like, that's not you. That, that, you're, you're, a, you're a fucking lovable dude. People love you, dude. And those people, they don't want to fucking upset you in the moment, right? Mm. Like, they don't want to ruin your day and be like, yeah, you fucking, you're pretty fat, dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because um, that's not fun to do. That feels like bullying. Mm -hmm. But the truth of the matter is the people who truly love you and care about you will have a real talk with you about it and say, hey, look, man, I know you ain't happy with this. Like, let's fucking do something about it. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's a whole nother conversation. But in, in my opinion, those are the friends you should keep. Those are the kind of people you should stay around. People who are going to hold you to a standard that, that, that you know you should be holding yourself to even when you don't. Does that make sense? Oh, man, that's so right. Like, so, like, 
one of the best things about all the people that I'm around and being up here first form every day, dude, this is a great thing is that, uh, you know, when I'm not up to standard, there's plenty of people who remind me about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we have a little culture here. We kind of we kind of tease each other about it or fuck with each other a little bit about it, but we know what's actually being said. Right? What's the intent? Yeah. We know and, what the intent is. Yeah. And and so, dude, you know, a lot of people these days are so fucking weak, they can't deal with any any truth at all. Mm-hmm. You know, they they call it hate speech and bullying and all this shit, bro. Like, you know, I saw this fucking thing. Uh the word obese is the N-word for, 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 fat, for people. fat people. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, bro. That's a technical <laughs> term. Yeah. And like, you, you could do something about being fucking fat. It's, it's science. You can eat less fucking food. You can walk your fat ass around the block. There's been millions of people, millions and millions and millions of people who changed their lives uh, through making some very small relative adjustments. And by all accounts, most of those people say, fuck, my life is so much better. You ever hear someone who lost five, 400, 300, 200 pounds, 100 pounds and says, fuck, I wish I hadn't done that. I miss being big. Yeah, bro. No, it doesn't no. happen. No. It doesn't happen. And so like, though, you know, I'm a former big dude and uh, I, you know, like this is why I have no problem calling it out. It's because I know that you're lying to yourself and now mm-hmm. you want everybody else to participate in a lie. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. You can't be man. around those kind of people. You got to be around the people who know what it is that you truly want to be and help nudge you and push you and keep you on that path. That's, that's a major deal, dude. It's, it's, I was actually talking to a couple of guys out in the uh, gym this morning when we were training about this concept, about how important it is to have people around you that support you and will, will hold you accountable to your path, the standard that you want to hold for yourself, even when you don't want to hold it. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? Because dude, we're all going to have weak points. We're all going to have points where we're like, fuck it. You got to have people around you that are going to say, no, dude, you do good. You've done this. You've done that. Let's just make this adjustment. Let's keep moving forward. And um, that's invaluable. And I don't think you can make it in, in life to the highest level of your own true potential without that in your, in your uh, ecosystem. I don't, I, I don't think it's possible. And, and I don't think it's possible. I know it's impossible for you to make it with a negative force in your life. You know, a lot of people have partners that they date who are not only not supportive, but they're also nagging and they're pulling down and they're Mm -hmm. anchor in the boat. Right. And bro, you can't win with anchors in the boat. It's just, there's too many people that don't have anchors in the boat that are working really fucking hard, that are just as skilled and just as talented as you to to win with that. And and that's a hard thing for people to swallow because it means you have to change some friends up. It might mean you have to change a relationship up um, and make some hard decisions and, and really ask yourself, what do I truly want? Mm-hmm. And my advice to this, and I'm going to tell you this too, dude, like if you're in a relationship right now and you're with, we're with a partner who nags you about how hard you work, or how driven you are, that same partner will fucking nag you for being fucking broke. So you better remember that too. The minute you start taking your eyes off of your own goals and mm-hmm. your own dreams and say, oh, I'm going to go be a better partner. That partner, when you don't have shit going on and the bank account gets a little low, they're going to blame you for that too. Right. So it's important to find someone who's going to help row the boat, not just fucking sit in the boat with an umbrella and fucking bark orders at you. Mm, you know what I mean? That's real shit, man. Yeah. Well, guys, Andy, that was three. Then he got some, some special sauce. Yeah. Go pay the fee. I said go pay the fee, man. Yeah. Went from sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl. Fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch. Booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold. Does a no. Headshot. Case closed. Close.